podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans and uh, with me are Russell Raphael. Sorry I'm late. Yes, <laughs> I, so I'm, very, I'm furious about that. At least you're wearing a suit. Though. Yes, uh, that's that's why I'm late. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Also from The Guardian, Jacob Steinberg. Hello. And still here from our special uh, podcast that we did with him. And I've, I've managed to work out a way of not saying his n- name, but now the sentence has gone wrong. But anyway, it's James Collins. <laughs> it's James Collins. Uh, and we are uh, going to discuss the game of football that we, uh, that we played at the weekend against Crystal Palace. Rather disappointing uh, game of football. James, you were there, uh, there doing some punditry for Sky. Was, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, and then we'll look forward to, we've got an international break, haven't we? And then who are we? Everton, Everton away. Everton away, yes. Mm. On yes. Sky. Good, possibly a good time to play them. But then they'll yeah. want the reaction. For many years, we said, uh, if your team's having a sort of a bad run, a game against West Ham or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's always yeah, that the slight worry. Up. I think generally speaking, that still applies. It probably does, yeah. <laughs> Not so well, sure I f- anymore. I feel that um, they used to be a real bogey team for us, Everton. Yes. Mm. used to be a huge bogey team, sort of in the kind of Harry Redknapp years and after that, we seemed to have a tough time. Even when I was playing. Yeah. We were having some real real strange games against Everton. I think that hoodoo might be slightly exercised now, but uh, what was that game against them? There was a a game under Zola where Collison scored early, scored a really good goal early, and they then scored three in about the space of kind of... Just in the last five minutes. yeah, Yeah, yeah. But I remember we all walked. I was probably playing was <laughs> three goals in five remember. minutes. I don't think I don't think you were. No, no, there was um, yeah. the, the game where Leighton Baines, Leighton Baines, two oh, down, two late free kicks. Yeah, from yes. Baines. And yeah, horrible. I remember horrible. the two nil down. The Afrosako scoring to make and we won yeah. three two. We were, that yeah, was two nil yeah. down. Two nil down. Minutes to yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That was. Uh, what was he like, the Afrosako? <laughs> he was. Uh, he was a strange fella, to say the least. That one he scored against Liverpool. But like, yeah, he looked like he looked he like he had everything. Mm, yeah, should have had everything. But he he scored quite a lot of goals, really. But um, yeah, just <laughs> got the ump with something and decided yeah. he wanted to leave as as a lot of them do. And, and what yeah, I liked so. about him was was um, we were talking in that last podcast about Diego Costa, and it's just that yeah. thing of kind of going, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make this defender's life difficult. Yeah. And he was very good, Sacco, at like just a little shove to give him an yeah. extra yard of space. Oh, there's no doubt in it. He was a, he was a Top yeah. top centre yeah, forward. Really Didn't mind good. running in behind, ran the yeah. channels well. It's a, had, had everything. it's a shame yeah. it sort of went wrong, wasn't it? But yeah. then he had a couple of operations and stuff, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did his he back. Sort of... He was struggling with his back yeah, towards yeah. the end and then so, I mean, wanted to move back it, home it? or whatever it was and, and sort of that yeah. was that with him. Injuries yeah. slightly did for him, didn't they? I mm. think. Uh, you seem to get a lot around those sort of times though. There was 
Obiang yeah, was injured of, quite a, a bit. Antonio. Of, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. There was a lot. I don't know. Can't all put our fingers on it. All but. three of those had operations, didn't they? Sacco yeah. had a couple of operations. Yeah, definitely had a couple of backup well, operations. Yeah, the, um, he got a bad tackle. Yeah. Wigan yeah. away. Shouldn't yeah. have played that game. FA Cup won it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a massive game the following week against someone and I remember he was, he was playing game, really yeah. well at the minute, at the time as yeah. well. He just scored that goal against yeah. um, Spurs. Spurs, yeah. He, ever scored, he got a nasty tackle up at Wigan, yeah, and he was out for that. That full season then. After he that. was slightly done by injuries over that mm. time he'd spent at West Ham because then he would come back and he'd be a little bit out of favour and sort of yeah. couldn't, get, couldn't work his way back into the team. He was a very underrated player. Yeah, I really liked Pedro. him. I, yeah. yeah, 100%. Very good. I thought 100%. he could have been that He played kind very of, well every time he played. Yeah, I thought yeah. he could have been that sort of energetic box-to-box yeah. player that sort of most teams want yeah. to try I, and buy. I don't think know? he felt loved. Like you said, he was no. in and out. He'd play a couple yeah. of games and then he, he was sort of the one who would even though he played well, he'd get dropped. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. Not sure he took it too well, but like I said, every time he did play, what I saw and played with him, he, he, he played very well. Really clever, isn't he? He's yeah, super smart. Yeah. Super smart. People around the club said he was... Sat next to me and Mark Noble in the dressing room, it was some, some serious conversation <laughs> going on there. Um, but we played at Crystal Palace at the weekend, and uh, yeah, you know, is, uh, what did we make of it? I thought... Um, I thought they were complacent, and I could sense it actually when I saw David Gold tweet saying that um, during the day Spurs are losing three nil at Brighton. I thought, well, mm. you're tweeting before West Ham are playing, and you're mocking yeah. Spurs, and they mm. were doing that during the Oxford game as well, where they were mocking Spurs going out the night before and end up losing four nil. I think I was on the telly and I said before I can see nothing but a comfortable West Ham win right. yeah, before yeah. the game. So <laughs> I, I saw that tweet. I might, I might have something to, 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 to do I with saw that. that tweet on Mr. Golden, I thought. Uh, I might put some money on Palace here, and so it turned out. You I, know. Thought, I thought we we one thing that does seem to be part of the Pellegrini era is that sometimes we come out the blocks a little bit slowly. Yeah. And on Saturday, uh, I thought we came out the blocks fine because Palace just for the first ten minutes just sat it just seemed, sat and let us play in front. It seemed of them. yeah, it seemed a little bit like a testimonial for me. The first the early stages the first 10 they had, they kept it for yeah. a bit. West Ham had a lot of possession without really creating too much and then as soon as they got the goal I thought it was going to be 2-3-0 and mm. they sort of seemed to take their foot off the gas if you like and, yeah, and yeah. when you don't score those chances against a team like Palace who are in good form Wilfred Zaha tremendous player where they got that attacking threat you know you're always likely to concede and unfortunately they did I mean yeah. it, 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 they are very well organised and he does know how to defend mm. they were very good without the ball weren't they yeah. and in fact you, you know I mean I think if, if you know Pellegrini or, or Zola or anyone had had Anton uh, had Townsend Andros Townsend, mm. they'd start them. But I yeah. think you know Hodgson came out with quite a kind of defensive. Um, you could see, sort of, especially with Gary Cahill at the back from now. Yeah. You know he's not he's not as quick as he used to be, and they, they defended very deep, and it was tough. You know they had to be patient, and like I said, when they got the goal, I couldn't believe they didn't. There was that Ogbonna chance mm. when he. he Brought it under control on yeah. his thigh and then hit it, hit it over the bar. Oh, well, there are quite and, a few chances. Yeah, but it, that one in particular, there were six Palace defenders in the six-yard box, yeah. inside the six-yard box, and two others just outside it. So they had eight of them. And it wasn't mm. as if at the other end of the pitch they mm. weren't pressing us. So they were, they were defending really as a unit. It, I think it's yeah. a, co- a compliment to West Ham, to be fair. I'd, I'd teams, a team like Palace who were playing very yeah. well had a, had a great start of coming 
and sat back on the edge of their box yeah. and sort of let us have the ball. It's a, it's a huge compliment for yeah. West Ham, but it didn't really. No, it was. A, I thought we were flat. I think we we didn't seem to have any pace about us at all. Mm. I know Yarmolenko's had a lot of praise lately, mm-hmm. but he is not going to mm. burst past anyone anytime. He was yeah. quiet, to be fair. I thought he was. He was. He was one of the yeah the worst one. Terrible, but it was the worst game I'd seen him play. And I thought Anderson was, was very quiet yeah. as well. Didn't Fredericks really was rarely overlapping mm. Yarmolenko on the two. You know, we looked really dangerous when he did. That's how we got the goal. And I, we, um, someone like Antonio, who I've not always been his biggest fan, I think, as you know, but he, he without him, you know, that, that, that is an out ball. That was an, a ball over the top that would have worried Palace mm. against someone like Cahill. And, but there was no one. There was nothing like that. Well, Lanzini there wasn't a lot of space in back. behind Palace. No, I think that's no. why we got we couldn't. But even it. but even just to get it at the way and run at them. Yeah, there was no, we didn't do that at all. We didn't have the players to do that. We got a few crosses over. I mean, there was there was the sort of double miss from uh, uh, yeah, Anderson. from Anderson, wasn't yeah. there? And he scored um, something like one in twenty five now, Anderson, mm. which. 37 million that he was bought for. Yeah. Not really mm. enough. You'd like him to finish a little quicker, wouldn't you? Yeah. Fallow's um, chance was big as well, wasn't it? Yeah. At 0 0. Yeah. The yeah. crossover from Yarmolenko. Yeah. I think yeah. probably they, caught they, it a bit too enough. clean. They're not scoring enough West Ham. And I think it's 11 goals they've scored so far, which the teams they've played, you sort of worry a little bit about. Not so much Haller. I think what he's got four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four now. Yeah. 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 But it's those players behind him. You know, I think yeah, looking you for a bit want, more from yeah. Lanzini, looking more from Fournals, who's not really hit the ground running. Anderson, as I said, as well. And I've, I've liked um, Lanzini's kind of uh, tempo this season. When he started mm. this season, those first few games, he was giving the team a bit of a kind of tempo, which is mm. good. I thought he had a flat game on Saturday. But one thing, one thing that has... Well, yes, it was odd, wasn't it? I mean, I thought they were trying... I thought they were doing a weird sort of thing of swapping... Yeah, he was coming very sort of, deep for the ball when he get, ended up getting yeah. off Angelo a couple of times. You think you don't really want? No, no. He, he's a sort of player, man, who, who all action wants the ball all the time. Yeah, so yeah. then, when he's not getting it in those number ten positions, he does come looking for it. Yeah, which you don't want him there. Do you no, know what no. I mean, you've got Mark Noble, Declan, who can do that quite quite easy and get it I, to him further up yeah. the pitch. Yeah, because there were a couple of times when not Mark Noble was closing down their defenders yeah. and keeper, and you were kind of going. Earlier in the season, that was Lanzini, who was in quite yeah. an advanced position up the pitch. There was quite a lot of swapping about. It seemed that, like, um, occasionally Lanzini went onto the wing and then came back into a number 10 position, and Anderson did as well. Anderson had a sort of pretty good spell in maybe the first half, and he was sort of in the middle as a kind of number 10, but they seemed to be changing kind of positions quite a lot. I don't know whether that was um, sort of intentional or just because that's where the ball was going, and they were just working anything to try and find a way through this very organised... Palestine, because as you say, James, it was really difficult to get behind them. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. There was no space at all. Like you said, there was. It was a strange game. Like I said, I said it a couple of times now. That I, I, they haven't gone on and and really kicked on and won that game. I still, I'm still sort of baffled by it myself now. I've, really. I've got to say, I mean, I've, I'm surprised that you know, just in bits of social media, I've seen there wasn't a bit more pushback from people about that penalty because I thought that was like. If they were showing a video of ball to hand, I'd show that. It's like the guy's next to it's him. It's a penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His arm was way over yeah. his head. It's but it's, but the guy's yeah, foot is about to come up, and you know, I mean, it, it's just that you know, you you, you Look, put your hands up to sort of defend I would yourself, not don't you? Declan, because it's he didn't know he was doing it. It's just a natural mm. reaction. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. But yeah. the, them's the rules. Yeah, but, but no, it's not. Unnatural is the rules. <laughs> You're the lawyer. Unnatural <laughs> is the rules. I think natural is, you know... Like, that wasn't a natural Do you not? Did you not position. think so? No, he, wow. he, 
It's a, it's I absolutely thought that wasn't a pen. No. Yeah, I was like furious that that pen was given. You I know, think, the, the I, I thought it, it went deadly silent. I think every, I thought everyone thought, no, that's a penalty. Oh, really? I mean? right. it, it, it seemed like a stone wall yeah, to yeah. me. But yeah, I just think when it's like a yard away, there's nothing that you know. What's his, you, you know, can't jump like that though. Yeah. Anywhere, in, even if you're a yard, two yards away, if you yeah. get anything in the air. I gave one away at QPR a few years back. Very similar. And yeah. I'm sort of, that's not a penalty. You look at it and it is a penalty. You can't have your arm up there. It's a penalty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Because you use your arms to jump, don't you? Yeah. It's like sometimes those I things... didn't know. I, I haven't done it to handball it. No, but like you say, no. it's a natural sort of... Yeah. 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 That's why they think, I think they should sort of cut that a bit of slack because it is natural. Mm. You know, it's a bit like kind of some, some elbowings are because they're using their arms to get up, aren't they? Yeah. Because that's sort of how you jump. And, well, I think uh, he thought whether it was too close he couldn't even think he thought you know the ball's about to hit you in the face you do that yeah. well that's right I mean but, you know, that's why I sort of think it's that's, that's why for me it's yeah. kind of that, though, I thought that those that used to be the definition of something that's not a penalty that's like ball to hand because your hand has gone up to protect your face you know no. now you just have to take, take it in the face yeah that's it that's why I look like this <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so it was a strange game uh, um yeah, Lansing. Especially with a chance to go third as well. Yeah, International break. It? it was a bit of a yeah. missed opportunity for me. And like I said, they weren't. Uh, I think Mark Noble spoke after the game and said they, they weren't really at it. And it was a perfect sort of analogy, if you like. Yeah, once we, you know, I mean, they had a, they had a bit of luck because it was a it was a, uh, in my opinion, lucky penalty. But they had got a penalty mm. to get back in the game. And what we didn't do was sort of because I think we 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 started to play with a bit of freedom once we scored a goal, mm. and then. You know, a bit against the run of play, that penalty came, but that that sort of should have fired us up a bit. I mean, what do we think about? I think Pellegrini does have a kind of attitude that he should be able to put any player in any position and stuff. But people were a little bit uh, disappointed at the players that came off and who came on to replace them. Do you know what I mean? Was Masuaku not on the bench? No, no. What's the matter with him? He wasn't in the squad. I didn't. Mm, just think yeah. he just didn't get picked. Um. Yeah, you know. Uh, I think, I think well. we lost it in the yeah. first half. I think we had the chances. Not taking a chance. Yeah, the yeah. fact that, you know, it, it is only Haller that's putting them away is making life very difficult for us. And we could have easily, that, that, that game, I think, should have been won at half Definitely. time. And it wouldn't have mattered what we did or didn't do in the second half. Yeah, you, you do want... Lanzini sort of did after that first season with with Pai, the last season at, uh, at the Bolin. He, when he got his injury, he came back and he did seem to have slightly mislaid his shooting boots. He, <laughs> he shot a lot in that first mm. season, didn't he? And his free kicks were great as well. Yeah. You know, we had we had a, didn't get a lot though with with Dimitri there. <laughs> no, no, that's right. We had a free kick maestro in the team, yeah. but every time Lanzini had a go, he looked like a sort of really good free kick taker as well. But um. But he also sort of got, a, you know, they might have been saved, but he shot a lot, Lanzini. He doesn't seem to shoot as much these days. And it is, you yeah. know, a kind of a scoring midfielder that's going to get sort of he should, have, he should have scored, really, that, that yeah. chance he had. Or yeah. at least hit the target from, mm. from mm. their mm. player visibility. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I think generally he got bullied out of it a bit, didn't he? Mm. They're big physical midfielders, Chiarte and stuff. Yeah. He normally likes that, though, to be fair. Mm. You find yeah. that with the like, Argentinian boys. They don't mind a bit of the... Uh, Mm. He's certainly no pushover for no, sure. That, um, he, 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 he quite liked that side of it. I that think, first man. game of the of the um, you know 2016 season, 
Or is it the Liverpool game? Is it the second game where he gives yes. like Lover and quite a yeah. shove into yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, touchline? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. tiny little uh, Lanzini yeah, shoves a big player. He doesn't mind the, uh, the rough and tumble, yeah. as they say, to be fair to him. I thought he was, I mean, part of it was that he was sort of, as James said, was going deep for the ball. He was mm. sort of everywhere, but slightly without much focus in mm. that game. I think he was, yeah, he was looking for the ball. So he was a bit ineffective because he was kind of everywhere all over the pitch. But The slack you've got to give him is that he's had a terrible injury. And yeah. Yeah. Sort of, they've talked about it being career-threatening when it happened yeah. Yeah. at yeah. the World Cup. And you think yeah. that he was going to play in the World Cup and yeah, he alongside... There. He did it in training with Argentina, Yeah, he? he was going to be the playing World next Cup. to Messi, yeah. who... ACL. Really, did he do his ACL? Yeah, he training. Yeah. Messi apparently really rates him and... Yeah. I know when yeah. Pellegrini came in, he wanted to build the, the side around him. Mm. Yeah. He, was, he was devastated when he found yeah. out about that Pellegrini. And, you know, he's, he's only come back in February, March, hasn't he? He's mm. sort of had not a lot of time to get up to speed. And he had that little injury as well at the start of the season, which I Talking about injuries unnatural. coming back, Yarmolenko for me has done unbelievable to come back and be playing the way he is at the mm. minute. Mm. From a ruptured Achilles, is mm. a naughty little injury not you had a bad not. injury in 2008 I did my ACL 2008 yeah, yeah. same What's that in a, like? yeah it was is that, is that fun does that yeah, yeah it was, I mean, it was that... but I did it in a I did it in a reserve game which was even worse I think who was the manager Hey, uh, well, Kirby Zola. Kirby Zola. Yeah, so I've been asked. I wasn't playing at the time. Asked to go and play in a reserve game at Havard and Waterloo against Portsmouth. Oh God! Made a tackle on the halfway line and snapped my ACL, MCL. I think Danny Gabaldon and Craig Bellamy and me all wrote for yeah. long periods of time from that one game. Yeah, God damn it! Yeah, it was. Uh, um, it was not good. And what do they do? Reattach it, and you have to. Not, I had my not hamstring taken, so they take. You got three hamstrings, getting right. a bit technically. They took yeah. my middle hamstring and, and turned it into a ligament in my knee, yeah. Sort of bolted it both ends, and then right. it's eight, nine months to get back from that. And it sort of feels okay? Yeah, it's yeah. better than my other one, to be honest. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have had it done to my other one as well. Well, bones heal stronger, don't they? Yeah. Apparently, nah, apparently, touch words. Yeah, it's, yeah, been, yeah. it's been incredible. But I remember, I was thinking back when they told me, oh, you've ruptured your ACL. I'm thinking back to Gaza and, and people mm. like that because of my age and thinking, this could be it. But obviously. Yeah. You know, the surgeons and that have come such a long way that I was back. I played within six months and then I think I pulled my hamstring and then I was, I'd give it a bit more time and played after eight months. So, mm. yes, mm. it was are a tough Are you done time. now or are you still... Not officially done, no. I've, I've had a few. I spoke to South End about going down mm. there. Uh, Colchester. Look, I, I wouldn't go and move my family away now, no. but um, I'm keeping fit. I'm, I'm doing a bit of training with a few local sides and I'd love to play. I, I really feel like I can... I can still play. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never had pace, so I, I certainly, yeah. <laughs> I certainly haven't lost that. But um, the longer it goes on, I didn't sign for Ipswich last year till sort of after Christmas, so it could still happen. But the longer it goes on this year, I think it's, it's probably not going to, yeah. not mm, going to happen, mm, unfortunately. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Good golf. things come to an end. Golf, golf tomorrow, yeah, yeah. tomorrow morning. Yeah. Coaching with Ted, with Teddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't done my badges to be honest. I'm not. Uh, I think it's a bit saturated, to be honest, the uh, the coaching sort mm-hmm. of side. I think speaking to Ted again, his main name's been mentioned, he went for the Nottingham Forest job two years ago, maybe. He, he, had, a, he had a spell me. at Stevenage as well. Yeah, and when he went for that Nottingham Forest job, he was like 87 people turned up for the job, and, and it's like every sort of footballer now, sort of retiring, doing badges, people I've played with, think never dream of being a coach or a manager or doing their badges, and... I probably will do him because, like I said, I've been in football a long time, 20-odd years, not to be sort of involved that side. 
would be a shame, but um, at the minute, I'm I'm not thinking about it. But, um, your, your your mate Jack Collison, yeah. he's, he's out in he's gone to America. Gone now. to America, yeah. He's, they're he, talking about him being a future Premier League manager one day. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't seen Jack. I, I still speak to him, but I haven't mm. seen him coach too much. But I know he's, he was thought of very highly at West Ham with the under twenty threes and the under eighteens, and, and decided to go to America. But um, like you say, every sort of every sort of player who's finishing is going to be because mm. uh, mm. what's happening to you know Frank Lampard and and, and people yeah. like that. Any sort of player who, who does well is going to be said he's going to be a top man. Someone like Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, someone said to me that he's got the personality for it though. He's brilliant. He's, he's to be fair. He's done well to be how he is, finishing so young, obviously. Yeah. What happened to his father as well, I know had a massive massive effect on him. And, and, and to still, you know, show the desire and the love of the game to go out to America to sort of hone his skills as a coach is, is credit to him. And like you say, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he came back and, and sort of was, you know, thrust into a job and, and did very well. Because like you say, he's a, he's a very likeable boy, Jack, and, and passionate about football. Hmm. Um, as some of you may know who listen to this podcast, I often get, um, because I'm a season ticket holder, uh, quite often on the Monday after a game, there's a sort of email that comes from personalities in the club, often like, you know, the chairman or the manager or one of the players or something. And as usual, I got one uh, today, this week. So I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. I'll try and, um, try and uh, do it some justice. Um, <clears throat> Dear Philip, Sam Allardyce here, manager of the month, February 2014, and England manager, September 2016. Two of the happiest months of my life. Having a career that can be distilled down to just two months is in many ways a blessing. My anecdotes have become leaner and they get to the point quicker. I call it the point of maximum opportunity. Boom. Point made. Route one. And Pep hasn't fucking managed England, has he? I fucking have. And nor's that leather-faced fucking 70s crooner who's at West Ham now. And that's partly the reason I'm writing to you, Philip, using the small email list I took from the ticket office on my last day at Upton Park and gave to some businessmen I know. Just as the team I built, that in many ways I still manage, except in the way of the literal way, was beginning to emerge from the shadow of that catastrophic final season at Upton Park in which they managed clean sheets in less than a third of their matches, they stuffed it up against Crystal Palace, a team, a team so unenjoyable to manage that Roy Hodgson enjoys it. And that when I did it, I instantly announced my retirement from football in order to just potter about and manage Everton. We'd never have conceded the way we did on Saturday if I'd been there. Defending set pieces is what I'm all about, and the way West Ham defended that penalty was a disgrace. And that's Pellegrini's fault. He should be having nightmares about that, but he's probably dreaming about cigarette holders and Campari and Shirley Bassey. The lad Rice will be distraught, and quite rightly so. If it were me, he wouldn't be anywhere near the first team. He's too inexperienced. He'd be at home on his Nintendo, and I'd have bought Phil Jones. A defensive midfielder matures in his early 30s, so Declan's got time on his side. He knows my door's always open, although the wife and I have had a lot of burglaries lately, so I might have to stop doing that. What Declan needs to get over this catastrophic career-ending blunder is big characters around him in the dressing room. A Mark Curtis type to put an arm round him while he's getting changed and to stare at him throughout the game and to replace the voice on his sat-nav with his voice and to appear in his bedroom in the middle of the night like the ghost of a child in a Japanese horror film. That sort of one-on-one -on -one relationship. Anyway, Philip, nice talking to you. 
By the way, keep a lookout for an email from a company selling timeshares in Croatia. Don't delete it. They're a lovely bunch. Come on, you irons. <laughs> well, he still, still likes the club. He's still got an interest in the club. You know. I haven't had that email. Are you a season ticket holder? I am, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you in the gold club like me, the gold season ticket holders? No, I've been relegated. Right, okay, yeah. yeah you're in the, you're in the silver. Yeah. In the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, um, yes, uh, so we've got the uh, Everton game. He's lost his black country accent a bit, hasn't he, Sam? I think he does. Uh, I think he's so so, so, uh, immersed in Bolton, where he lives, uh, that he now talks like uh, someone from Lancashire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... um, so we've got uh, Everton coming up. We've got an international break, uh, and we've got uh, Everton coming up. They are they're having a sort of slightly odd time, aren't they, at the moment? Um, they sort of like that manager, then they don't like him, then they like him, uh, the fans. So I wonder, I wonder what the mood is in the dressing room there. I don't think the mood in the stands will be that happy if, if, if West Ham turn up and win. I'm, I, was, I was kind of expecting Silva to go today. It seems like now is the kind of time yeah. when Everton do their... Sack the manager thing, mm. um, but he's hanging on. They spent a lot of money in the summer yeah. again, and he can't really complain about that. Um, you know, brought in a Wobi for forty million. Um, many oh yeah, the the, the, the young Italian Moise, Moise, yes, Moise Keane, Moise, yes. Moise Keane yeah, as well, yeah. for about thirty five or something. So Richarlison last summer for yeah. forty as well. So you know, you can't really complain about the backing he's received. It just seems maybe like they've been a little too scattergun in it. It's probably sort of contrast with West Ham, which have been a little yeah. bit more focused mm. um, in, in the way they've done things uh, in the last two summers. I think, uh, you know, like I was saying, one, one, one thing we've noticed about the Pellegrini era is sometimes we start a little slowly in games. Another thing that I think sort of happened last season is that quite often we can't follow a really good performance with another really good performance. We slightly yo-yo a bit. So hopefully we'll yo-yo the other way after a slightly flat performance against Palace. I think Maybe the, we can... the international break has come at a good time. Uh, yeah. You know, they won't, uh, won't think about the weekend too much, I wouldn't have thought. You know, they, they'll fully believe they can go to Everton, like you say, with the troubles they got up there and and get a result. Um, and I think I think the way they're playing, if they, if they sort of... I think they hit a bit of a lull the weekend, West Ham, to be fair, I don't know if, for whatever reason, but I can I can see him going to Everton and getting a win and, and really kicking on. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, I can see a win up there at mm. this particular time, and I think you know, I, I don't think they're quite the force to be sort of scared of anymore. In fact, the last few years, Brighton's been our bogey team. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know whether they come to us or we go to them, they're kind of a bit of a bogey team for us. Um, uh, the the first eleven sort of picks itself at the moment, which I, I wonder if that's a bit of a worry. Uh, you know, you 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 look at the bench and. Although there are players that are that you can see where the replacement comes, you know, Wilshire for either Lanzini or Noble, um, four nows for perhaps a wide player, or you know, so, so um, Felipe Anderson or Yarmolenko. There are changes you can see. But obviously, who would the for- change be for Haller? Not yeah, that that's right. a change, obviously, at the minute. But the, I wonder what this. Yeti. Yeti. I wonder what this. The, actually... the Swiss guy, a Yeti. Who's... Yeah. I wonder what he's like. Have you seen him? No, yeah. I haven't seen much. I haven't heard too much about him. To be fair, I, I wondered that Saturday if he was to. It looks to me, Haller could be the boy, the centre forward that we've needed for ten years. Yeah, you know, someone who's going to get sixteen mm. to twenty, twenty-two goals, yeah. which has been crying out for years, and I just think. 
God forbid, if anything, if he was to pick up a niggle absolutely. or anything, or yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah. you say, he's the only one really scoring the goals at the minute. Yeah, exactly. Where would them goals come from? There's a lot of people talking in the summer about how how hard he was. It's actually him coming back who gave away the free kick um, yeah. that led to the. Uh, penalty. The penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he quite likes you know, to dive to be, in, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been impressed with him, I must say. I yeah, think he's me too. Very good. Yeah, 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 very yeah. Good. I think maybe the theory was that Antonio would be the third yeah. striker if mm. need be. So it's been a blow that uh, he's not available. So it would only be this Ayeti we don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, his, his YouTube videos look pretty good. But you'd like him to... Uh, My brother looks from... good on YouTube. <laughs> Carlton, like Carlton to... works at the club. So right. You, there's yeah. a He's always a hope. I play centre forward now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you'd like him to get a bit of a run out now and again, though, Ayeti, wouldn't you? I mean, Has he played in any of the... I, I Just yeah, of course, in any of the cup games. Newport and... Playing against them as well. Oxford, did he play? I he think did, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. But um, certainly, you know, uh, last season when we were playing Arnautovic up front, um, you know, Lucas Perez would get a bit of a run out sometimes yeah. just to sort of, you know, stay. You know, actually did quite well as a sort of impact sub of yeah. sorts. You know, banged a couple of goals in. It'd be good to um, get yeah. the feeling that he just came for... quite late though, Ayeti, and I think right. you have to give mm. it a bit of time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got, I'm, been watching a lot of Chelsea this season and you get a lot of American fans there wondering when Pulisic is going to get a mm, chance mm. but you know Lampard's been trying to protect him mm. give him a bit of time to settle and everything and I think potentially there's a chance that that could be the same kind of way that Pellegrini's yeah. going with Yeti who actually scored goals in the Champions League yeah. last season for Basel I think that was, I think um, Pellegrini actually said that about Yarmolenko last season was mm. that he sort of um, he wanted him to just watch some games in the Premier League yeah. to see where he might fit in and sure enough he, mm. he debuted uh, Everton uh, Everton so. scored, two, scored goals. two goals yeah. Yeah. so uh, you know any um, Thoughts on Fabianski being out for so long with Roberto, is it, the new keeper? It's a blow. Fabianski's terrific, blow. isn't he? Yeah. He's terrific. Yeah. He really is a good keeper. I mean, you know, we were sort of sad for Adrian when, yeah. uh, when that happened, but, but you couldn't deny that Fabianski was yeah. you know, better. Uh, yeah, he's been probably the sign in of, sign of the last two yeah, years yeah, for me. Yeah. I thought he had a decent seven, game seven, uh, against yeah. Palace, you know, in what yeah, he had to do. Anything, Roberto anything didn't wrong, really make any mistakes. Yeah. I thought I, I thought actually people had sort of questioned his kicking out, but he found mm. a couple of players with, with quite a longish <laughs> kick. You know, that was actually there, went in the direction. Suggestion? Do you know within the club that it was only going to be Roberto because it's David Martin as well? Yeah. Um, is, is yeah, he, I only heard it was going to be Roberto. I think he's put. The, yeah. the other ones probably I, just I just don't know much about Roberto I'm no. assuming he's half decent but clearly we're going to miss Fabian yeah. yeah he's the number two at the moment David Martin's very experienced English football he was, yeah. A, yeah. was in Millwall for a long Millwall, time yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think um, you'll, you know, unfortunately in, in, front of, in front of the goalie we've got we've got a settled back two yeah. well, I think they look okay yeah I think Jock could be a tremendous player yes yeah, yeah. he looks like he's got everything to me He's not. He's not the best header of a ball. Mm. He's it's uh, the modern day centre after. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. Not many yeah. of them look like me anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, but given given his, you know, how tall he is, Stature, you would have yeah. thought he would yeah. be a little better in the air than he is. Ogbonna is good in the air. Though. Yeah, Ogbonna's a good. Head he's he's, he's done well, Ogbonna. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been impressed with him this, this season. I thought well, he, I struggled, think, he struggled a little bit for a year or so. I think and a lot of yeah. that's in his head. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, mm. he, he just gives me the impression. I, always find, I love Angelo. I like, really get on with him. I, I always find when I played with him, he sort of, he was a reactive defender, if that makes sense. It feels like he sort of, 
he used to labour out to places, get them, and if and if he had gone there quicker, he could have dealt yeah. with dealt yeah. with situations right. quicker than he actually was. And that it, it is looks that like he's thing, isn't it? he's sort of you know getting to the balls now and dealing with it. Whereas before, he's, he always seemed a little bit tentative and giving stupid uh, little free kicks away. But um, like I said, I must say this year, I, I've been very impressed with him. You've still got Winston Reid. Yeah, Winston's there. Well. He's just yeah. taking a bit of time, I think. Cause you two it, had a great partnership for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he's, he really, really, really improved in the, in, under Sam, I suppose, yeah. uh, into, a, into a proper, you know, proper defender. That was a good bit of management, wasn't it, when, he, um, when we got relegated and uh, Sam just basically said to Tompkins and Reed, it's you two, you know, mm-hmm. because Reed, Reed played in quite a torrid season under yes. Abraham Grant where they're just under you know yeah. it's like they're under mortar fire yeah. for a whole season so anybody that thought that Reed was actually kind of a bit shit would have been you know incredibly unfair yeah. Allardyce comes in and goes you two big fit strong lads yeah. you're my guys and then he bought Fi as a kind of backup yeah, and he, yeah. he played Fi after a while because Fi is so huge <laughs> Because he also brought the wardrobe, didn't he? What's Papa Boobie? Papa Boobie. Basically, it was like if I put giant <laughs> stoppers, <laughs> it would yeah. just take a long time for them to, to go to get around them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ah, he so, improved massively under Sam Winston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's talked of him moving on. I think a couple of years ago to uh, to one of the top four teams. But yeah, um, he had that contract. Yeah, funny yeah. contract yeah. situation, didn't he? He had, he had quite a nasty knee injury. To be honest, he's, yeah. he's done really well yeah. getting back and. I spoke to him the other day and he's just taking a bit more time to make sure he's 100%, but you know it's going to take a lot to get in at the yeah, minute because yeah. they are performing very well. I like Diop's. Diop's got good instincts about going all up to the centre yeah. circle to cut something out yeah. and then just backpedal to where he goes. He's got good instincts about yeah. coming out for I like the way someone who's so young. The, yeah, you know. I like the way he defends. He's very yeah. uh, sort of front foot defending, mm. nick, nicks a lot of balls in front before he has to, he has to run back. I, yeah. think, I think he could be great. Really, I think really our main good. problem with him will be keeping him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he had that sort of dip in form last season because he just played a lot of games and he's very young, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Do you yeah, think? Yeah. Do you think that sort of stamina is something that players cultivate from from playing a lot of football? You know, because he, he he, I don't think he expected at that age, or possibly Pellegrini expected at that age, that he would just play so many games at the beginning of the season. Then he gave him this that rest and brought in Balbuena to mm. partner Ogbonna. And then he came back for the Spurs game yeah. uh, at the end. I think um, it's just, it just playing in the Premier League. You know, he, he yeah. probably needed the rest, but yeah. he would have he done. It's, it's so, I haven't played for a couple of years, but it's so ferocious, the games. And if you're not used to that week in, week out, it, it, it takes its toll eventually. Can you feel your stamina sort of building? You know, do, do you, is stamina like a sort of muscle you can develop and just get, get better, you know, yeah, I, I, I never struggled. Like, I had injuries, but yeah. games were. I used to find games so easy, like fitness-wise, yeah. and that. It's, it's probably the way I played. Sat on the edge of the eighteen-yard box, didn't tend to run too yeah. much. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the games moved on so much now. As as in the sort of, we always used to get the distances you used to run. I'd run probably nine kilometers a game would be the average. I bet mm. they're probably up to ten, eleven now yeah. to centre half. So it is, it is intense, but. You know, like I said, he, I've been very impressed with him. I think he could be a real, like I said, I think the hardest thing would probably be for West Ham, unfortunately, keeping hold of him. Yeah, if he, yeah. If he keeps performing. So, should we finish on predictions for the Everton game? I've seen us. Russell's there, so. I know, I know. I'll be delighted with the 1 0. 1 0. Jacob? Draw. Draw. Yeah. Can't have 1 0. 2 0. 2 0. 
Uh, Everton 1, West Ham 3. Oh, I'm going Everton 1, West Ham 2. Excellent, excellent. You heard it here. Those are our predictions. That might be it, gentlemen, for this one. Should we wrap yeah. it up? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> this has been Thank Stop you. Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. With me have been Jacob Steinberg. Thank you. Russell Raphael. Good night. And the Ginger Pele, James you. Collins. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.